Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love scary movies. Month continues here on Doug Loves Movies. It's Thursday, October 27th, 2022, which means this is this month's bonus episode. So I did not skimp on quality guests. They are Dan Van Kirk, Jay Washington, and Clark Wolf. Hello. Hello. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) <laughs> Let's meet everybody individually and alphabetically by first name. Can you believe it? Clark Wolf is finally being called on first after wow. a life of wolfness. Congratulations <laughs> and welcome back, Clark Wolf. What have you been up to? Oh, wow. What an honor, Doug. Um, thank you for having me. I, I've i been good. My spooky season has been been you know, chugging away. And, um, I just wrapped a movie. I think when I taught, just talked to you last, I had just wrapped a movie. Um, and that announcement has been made since it is a scary movie. Uh, that's so cool. (laughs) The last shift reboot, um, starring Jesse Sula. It was announced after we, I did this show and, um, should be out hopefully next year. Wow. The last shift, that movie's crazy, right? It is crazy, and it's about to get even crazier. <laughs> I bet. I bet uh, it's going to be taken up a few notches. That's crazy. And, uh, of course, that's plenty of time for you to come back again before, uh, you know, closer to the uh, to when people can see it. Oh, indeed. I'm, ca- I'm hoping for it, and I'm counting on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, also joining us today, we have... Uh, a recent champion, uh, this gentleman, and I say that with all due respect, um, won the games on Saturday at uh, in front of a live audience where, where the pressure is extra, extra strong. It's Dan Van Kirk. Hey, Dan. Hello, Doug. Hello, Thanks Champ. Thanks for me back. Thanks, man. Good, Feels good. good. Been a while. Have you back, Champ. Um, <laughs> yeah, you won the games last weekend, barely. Very barely. I I did yeah. good in the uh I did very well in the early games. It was the final game that was difficult. Yeah, that was a tough one for everybody. Uh mm-hmm. I feel like our the other guests today would have been uh, uh would have aced it or at least done much better than what went down. Um real quickly though, from the corrections department, uh Van mm-hmm. Dam's father was not a garbage man. And uh, Buster Rhymes is not dead. That's those true. were the those are the two mistakes I made in that last show. And 
When I said, after we were talking about Buster Rhymes, I said, RIP, you said, you go, what? And then no one else mentioned it ever again. So there was never a conversation about it. Nope. <laughs> it was just you disagreeing and moving on. Uh, and, oh, I didn't uh, even so- know. I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, hey, we didn't establish that you were or were not doing a bit too. So you could have yeah. just been like, yeah, it was a joke. Exactly. No, I just fucked up. I just, in, you know, Buster Rhymes was in the news for something else, like something great is going on in his career. And I just equate that to when you hear about somebody, uh, it means they just died, you know? Um, I was hoping that your corrections was going to be that. Um, and Jay and Clark, I hope you will agree with this. If you list the top four things for LL Cool J, how is one of them not in CIS Los Angeles? when they put TVs and movies, I, that's still, it has to be, way. it has it's to be not. at this rate. It is it not, does it, but, but sometimes people, uh, you know, they go the pure route and they, he's just got movies listed, you know, maybe as an actor, he wants to up his movie profile. So he's pushing <laughs> that instead of this, uh, TV show. Yeah. I mean, he's got um, TV money for the rest of his life. So I guess he can just be like, push the movie side of things because he's set forever. In TV. I mean, Let's face it, Destruction of Eva or whatever that was called, or no, was You're that close. it? No, I don't think that's what it was. That's it not might it. be exactly that too. No, that's, that's another cool. movie. He's oh, in okay. one called something else of Eva. Deliver us but, from. Yeah. Deliver us from Eva. Yeah, yes, Deliver it. us from Eva is him, Gabrielle Union. It's a. Uh-huh. It's, it, a lot of people don't pay attention to that movie. It's actually pretty damn good. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. That would probably fall off of his best known for if, uh, you know, NCIS was in there. So, uh, you know, I say uh, keep that movie alive through his IMDb page. <laughs> and um, that's what happened. Let me let me introduce Jay and then I'll tell him about what happened okay, the sorry. other day uh, here to chat. No, no, sorry. Here to challenge your champion status. Uh, along with Clark Wolf is challenging you as well. This is going to be a tough one, but we have Jay Washington. How's it going, Jay? I am good, man. I am so happy to be here. This has been one of those things like, I made it, mama. I finally made it. So I'm I'm good. I'm here. (laughs) Well, and you probably would have known a lot more about the final game the other day on the show was basically hinged on knowing about the Halloween movies. And I somehow picked a panel of people that not only don't enjoy horror films that much, also <laughs> do not know about that particular one or that series. Oh, um, that's terrible, especially with Buster Rhymes going trick or treat, motherfucker, which that'll forever <laughs> live in infamy to me. That out of anything in the Halloween movies, that will always stand out. Yeah, see, you know them and also can discuss them. Everyone just sat there and looked at me like, what What are you trying to do to us? Are you, are you trying to make us look bad in the eyes of John Carpenter or Jamie Lee Curtis or something? And the answer, is, <laughs> the answer was yes. But uh, Dan Van Kirk ended up uh, prevailing, and uh, so he's here to compete again today, and he's the first person that has to answer uh, the following question, or actually mm-hmm. request. And that is, I would like each of you, starting with Dan, to recommend a uh, scary movie. Or, you know, yeah. uh, Dan, the other day on the show, recommended uh, a, a frightening documentary. The Last Breath. Oh, yeah. Netflix. So you can't say that one again. I will not. So uh, what, do you, was, what do you pick so this Because I watched, I watched two new-to-me horror movies that same week. I'm trying to pick which one I want to go with. Um, I'll go with the one I, I don't think I mentioned um, when we got together at dynasty typewriter as where people can find you. I think once a month, I'll plug for you. It's That's true. It's true. What's the um, uh, I'm going to go with a Netflix movie uh, suspense thriller called um, I think it's called Calibre. And uh, it's the story of uh, two friends, I think, reunited after a few years of not getting to see each other. And um, uh, they go hunting in a very remote part of England and uh, uh, things don't go well. Oh, mm-hmm. hey, I would put a very, it- very esoteric choice, Dan. If you've seen The Ritual, which is uh, four friends going on a, a long planned hiking trip, which I think is an excellent horror movie, but it's been out for quite a few years. If you see if you've seen The Ritual, I think you'll enjoy uh, Calibre and uh, stick with it. It's it's more interesting than I think 
you'll think it's going to be. You know, I love a, a movie where somebody says, stick with it. I love uh, going into a movie knowing it's going to be some some sort of chore. Well, can I say why? And I don't think this gives me anything. <laughs> so often, I think we talked about this, in horror movies, so many times I'm like, oh, hey, uh, the, the toaster just made toast and it's not plugged in. Like, there's so many times where I would, like, leave. I would get out of this house. I would turn back. So... For me, that rubs me the wrong way a lot in movies when it's they, people are making uh, what I feel are very uh, easy decisions and they don't make those decisions. So there's just some of that where you're like, would you really keep going? Would you really keep doing this? Um, but it uh, it takes some interesting turns. So that's what I meant by it. All right. Calibre, C-L-A-I-B-R-E? Uh, yes. Calibre. Yeah. Yep. Point, point for Doug. All right. It's yeah. not caliber. I think it's caliber. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move over to Jay Washington. I just so I've been seeing so many people talk about the sequel to this movie that I had to check oh, out the original. Oh God! Y'all already know what movie I'm talking about. Then yep. I <laughs> I finally watched it, and let me tell you something. Thank God for Tubi, because if you want to find every terrible black movie and horror movie you <laughs> didn't know existed, Tubi is your place. It is this movie called Terrifier. I didn't know that this like this is one of those old. It's, it was made in 2016, but has the most old school gory horror feel feel out of it from out of the gate like out the gate in the first five minutes, you're like, okay, so we're just murder, murdering people like violently. And it mm -hmm. keeps you going with it. And again, it's one of those horror movies. You're like, I can't believe I'm watching this. And so once I'm done, I'm gonna watch the second one. And then I'm gonna go to a church and get baptized again, <laughs> because I'm gonna need that for my soul <laughs> after sitting through the both of these. Yeah, you really did watch them both. I haven't watched the second one yet. Cause I was like, okay. I don't want to watch the second one until it's I watch too the first much. One. Right. The first one is just wild. Like I was like, "This is what, huh?" Like, like this is happening, and I didn't know. The, I recently did some research on it. The budget is like only like a hundred thousand or something like that, and I was like, "Okay, I, it looks like it, but damn, I mean, did you just like forget and say, fuck it? You know what? We got a hundred thousand dollars. We're gonna make a clown kill people that looks like a real person as a real clown on the streets of Santa Monica, probably. Like it's just terrifying, and it, that's why this movie's <laughs> called Terrifier." <laughs> It's yeah, it's perfectly named because people that are about to be murdered by a clown generally t will be terrified. Yep. Um, so he is indeed a terrifier. Um, and then, okay, yeah. So how long is Terrifier One? Because Terrifier Two, I'm told, is a terrifying two and a half hours. See, that's Shut unnecessary. Up. That's yeah. un goddamn necessary. <laughs> I mean, that's why horror movies are ninety minutes long. Like, who wants two and a half hours of you know breathless mayhem? You know. This one, the like, first one is only like 80 minutes. Okay. Well, that's, that's the, that's so if you add them like together and then divide in half, they're two 90 minute movies. Yeah. <laughs> just have, just set them both up and then have an intermission. Exactly. Clark did the Quentin Tarantino method of horror movies. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Just kill Bill it. You know yep, just movies. kill Bill it. Yep, yep, yep. Just, so yeah, that's the other question I guess you can't answer, but it, you know, I'm wondering if Terrifier 2 like just picks up where Terrifier 1 left off or uh uh you know what what the connection is between the two other than obviously they got to keep that that same clown character around. I guess he do, he doesn't die at, at the end of Terrifier. All I know, I got to find out. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to find this out the hard way. And again, I'm just going to have a lot of priests, rabbis, uh nuns pastors and bishops on standby because i'm gonna need all of that because I'm, I'm gonna need that after this first one after this first one again after i saw because i was like this is just like you said it's so much for such a short time it's so much Jay, can i ask you it's it's not scary though right it's just gore like it's just it's really just gores there's no scary like you get a slight jump scare here and there but nothing nothing that's major you know what i'm saying nothing that's like mm -hmm. oh shit you know what i'm saying it's just the gore <laughs> oh man so weird uh clark what have you got for us what would you like to recommend today well i have not made the leap to terrifier 2 either um <laughs> you know i started terrifier 1 and i was like congratulations art the clown the actor who plays art the clown is 
fabulous, but I am all set. So I did not finish that motion picture. Um, I did, however, watch Barbarian finally when it hit HBO Max this week and uh, starring Justin Long, who I've done this show with many times. Um, And uh, boy, I think it's just as good as everybody is saying. And um, it was so it was very refreshing and um, like in the horror space. And I will say that I will echo the thing everyone else has been saying, which is know as little about it as possible. Just just watch it. It's real good. Yeah, those people have had to work hard because it's like now it's reaching me. I don't think it's in theaters and it's probably or, you know, it's in some theaters, but it's moving towards uh, on demand. And then, you know, I'm probably a streamer. So, like, you know, everybody's going to start seeing it uh, pretty soon. So then we can talk about it more because it is it really is a fun one to not know anything about. But to circle back to what Dan was saying, it does have like, I mean, I could say that there's a hallway in Barbarian and yes. that people should not go down it. Yes, I they're so I, willingly. They're so the willingly dumbest, going down that the hallway. The dumbest choices. <laughs> I, why, I, do, why do people do stuff like that? I, I never I, understand. I <laughs> My will thing. say. Just justify it for me. Yeah, there, there, there is one thing that that our our lead does, uh, where I was like, oh no, oh, oh no, um, and you know, and I had it was in that moment, so it is on HBO Max now, so you can stream that. Oh, it is okay. Yeah, yes, but um, hashtag not sponsored, but um. <laughs> You know, I, I, that was the moment where I was like, I love watching things at home now, but also I wish I were watching this with a crowd to hear everybody yelling oh, at the screen. Stop. Yeah. But Clark, <laughs> yeah. can I also ask you, and I think any person who has even a passing interest understands that at some point someone goes into a house. Yes. So I think we're safe to say that. Um, you wouldn't have even have ever even gone in that house. Am I correct? Uh, yeah. There's yes. no world in which... Yeah. Any woman I've ever known and most men, but definitely all women would have been like, yeah, I'm going to come in. Yeah, I feel like, you know, the first I'll give I'll give the movie the first 15 minutes. They do a very good job of convincing me about the situation. Mm -hmm. But then the 10 minutes that precede that, I was like, oh, uh -uh, uh uh-uh, uh-uh, no, no, (laughs) ma'am, no, ma'am. No way. Did your Southern accent come out real hard, Clark? No, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, (laughs) ma'am. But it's still great. It's so great. Justin Long Oh, it's super fun. And you got to have, you know, things like that kind of have to happen in these things. But it's just sort of, uh, it's, it it always cracks me up that, you know, there's movies that turn this genre on its ear and are smart and fun and funny, uh, but they still, you know, you still got to get, you know, you can't get out trope free, especially with now with uh, we talked about this the other day, that this whole cell phone thing makes the screenwriting part of horror movies uh, extra puzzle because you always have to figure out, well, why can't they just figure it out by looking at their phone. Yes, 100%. I just wrote a slasher movie and the cell phones were just, it's true. It's really, really true. Because now the trope is all of a sudden the phone has no signal anywhere. Like there's Mm -hmm. a cell phone blocker. That is just a common trope now when you do have a cell phone. It's like, oh my God, I can't get service. And you're like, what is this all just sprint? This is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because like, if you're out in the middle of nowhere, uh, chances are better of getting service because there's not a, a million other people trying to use the same service. Um, but I don't, you know, I'm no expert on being stranded in the wilderness with a cell phone. <laughs> and I don't plan to be. If I ever get stranded in the wilderness, I better not have my phone. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I want I want a real challenge. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, no. You said what it. Oh done? no. Oh no. What if I, I want a real challenge on mm. myself. Right. All right. Real, well real I, beginning credits. Yeah. Um we got to go to our first commercial break. Thank you for those recommendations. I'll run those up the old uh, Douglas Movies Twitter account flagpole and see who salutes. But I think uh, I think everybody can agree uh, we've got some plenty of scary options. Uh, and like Clark said, Barbarian is on HBO Max uh, right now, so you can just uh, 
watch that this weekend. And we'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back. And our first game today is something I call, for reasons I don't even remember, <laughs> ABCD's Nuts! Perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's only called that because of the ABCD part. And as long as you said ABCD, you might as well have some fun. And, mm -hmm. uh, but it's a spelling game <clears throat> where I'm going to give you something that we're spelling today. And by spelling, I mean with each letter in this thing, you have to come up with a movie title, just one movie title that begins with that letter. I'll start with Dan. Wait. Is that mm -hmm. right? Sure. No. I said earlier we were, we're, we're fixing this alphabetical issue. We're start with Clark. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Clark, then Dan. Then, sorry, Jay. Jay and Washington, they both letters are towards the back of the alphabetical yep. back. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Bunch. Um, all right. So Clark will get the first letter. We're going to, oh, here's what we're going to spell. We're going to spell. Uh, in honor of the fact that Dan and I are going to be performing there next month in Houston at the uh, Come and Take It Festival is what it's called. Mm -hmm. So we're going to spell Come and Take It. Oh. So so the first letter to Clark would be C, and she names any movie that begins with the letter C and remains in the game. It's that easy. But if she matches the movie that I wrote down that I have sitting here in front of me that begins with the letter C, then uh, she wins the whole game. And we proceed like that. The next letter is O, so Dan would get O, and mm -hmm. then Jay would get M, and then back to Clark with E. We go through and spell come and take it. But like I said, anybody matches, they win. And there is definitely a theme at play here. So going first really isn't that much of an advantage because you don't even know, uh, have an idea what the theme might be yet. Uh, so Clark, start us off and name any movie that begins with the letter C. All right. I'm going to try to keep mine, uh, Halloween themed. So I'm going to say Candyman. Now, see, that was very smart of you to go Halloween themed because mm -hmm. obviously that's certainly something I would tend to do in this particular month. Uh, but the film that I wrote down was Child's Play 2. Mm. Mm. The second one. I like that. Very specific. Right? Yes. So now we go to Dan with the letter O. Okay. Can I ask you, uh, the the word the uh, counts, right? That would only work yeah, for Yeah, it would count as that would be a T, like the Godfather okay. is a T gotcha. title. Okay. Uh, so uh, what do you think for O? Well. Because that is the perfect time to ask when their letter is O. Yes, but what about the letter T? <laughs> uh, I don't think it uh, will be on your list, and I can't <laughs> think of a, a horror movie or Halloween movie that starts with O, and I'm sure there's probably a very obvious one. I'm going to go with... I wish that I wish the title "Oh God" was was a horror film. <laughs> well, I am gonna go, you were part. <laughs> Maybe add an exclamation go point or something. Uh, oh, brother, we're out thou. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. Oh, brother, we're out thou is a, a classic Coen Brothers film. But no, mm -hmm. I wrote down "Open Water 2, Adrift. Ooh. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. What's okay. happening? M is the next letter to you, Jay. All right. So I'm seeing a pattern with sequels, and by sequels, just the second one, and a little bit of horror and suspense. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna take an educated guess because there's a lot of M movies I could go with. Uh, Maniac Cop Two. Ladies and gentlemen, no way. Where's my stupid sound effect? <laughs> oh my god, he did it! I can't find my. I have like a winner whistle, but I can't find it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to substitute for a whistle that doesn't sound like a winner, but it is a, a whistle nonetheless. There you go. Hey, Washington nailed it. Maniac Cop 2 is what I wrote down. Yes. Yes. And that was, as I was, as I came up with Maniac Cop 2, I was like, it really, there really is a dearth. That means very little, right? There really is a dearth of M movies, Mm -hmm. M horror movies that are a sequel because it had to begin with the M. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so uh, that was the one that I landed on. And I was worried this would happen <laughs> with, such a, with such advanced players. But uh, it's so exciting when that happens. Um, if you don't mind, since I wrote all this shit down, let's just go ahead and play it out. Oh, yeah. See, yeah, see, let's if do anybody, it. see if anybody else can nail it. Uh, but that is it. Maniac Cop 2. So then E would be the next letter back to... Uh, Clark. Yes, I have uh, Evil Dead 2. That, see, that's correct as well. Yes. I had a feeling. Now let's go to Dan with the letter A. Let's show him, Dan, how we I, do I'm this. Try, I'll try. Amityville Horror 2? No. Dang it. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't a bad guess. I tried. I think that's what it was called. Yeah, I, might be, yeah, might be the right. Amityville horror. Oh, you're probably right. You're but, probably right. So I went with one where we all know that it begins with the letter A because it's a quiet place. Oh, part two. Good call. Good. Yeah. yeah, keeping the show current. The next letter is N to uh, J again. Uh, okay, so this one is a sequel, but it's just sequel the way it's the name. Night of the Demons. Uh, mm. I can't believe how good you are at this because that's what I wrote down. It's night. I wrote down. I even wrote down a two next to a night nice. of two. <laughs> All right, uh, D is the next letter. Okay, uh, Clark. So I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just blow it because I love this movie so much. Uh, dra- I'm gonna say drag me to hell because it's one of my favorite horror. Oh yeah, that's a perfect one. But of course, it's the first, and you know maybe they should make a sequel to that. But um, this the one I chose is Damien. Oh, uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Good call. Good call. And then tease the next letter back to uh, who is next? <laughs> Jay. Texas Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Terrific guess. But <laughs> it's quicker to write down Troll 2. <laughs> <laughs> this is very. Hey. <laughs> uh, you can do this, Dan. I know. Well, I don't know if I can think of, think of another. A. A sequel, a horror movie. Uh, man. Uh, I mean. But Jay was right. It is. It's all number twos. Right. And I don't think they made a sequel to Along Came Polly. What about? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't Annabelle, know. Annabelle two. Oh, good one. I don't know if there is an Annabelle two. There it, definitely is. There are three, yeah, but it's, in fact, but is it called Annabelle? No, it's called creation. Annabelle. Yeah. Creation. Yeah. Cause it's all part of some weird horror the universe. Yeah. Conjuring yeah. universe. TCU baby. <laughs> you give uh, up Dan? Yeah, I mean, along came pop, what I'd say. Yeah, probably one of the most famous uh, seri- film series where A is the first letter. Mm-hmm. Anaconda. I know too. what it is. <laughs> Alien Two. No. no, it's a nightmare. A nightmare, a nightmare on, on Elm Street. Street. Oh. Frederick's Revenge. <laughs> Fred's Revenge. <laughs> this next one's so silly. It's the letter K. And who hey. is up next, Clark? Hey. Okay, yeah. Can you think of any? Uh uh 
K horror movies? Yeah. Um, K. Kill. Mm, K. No. What are we spelling, by the way? I thought we were spelling come and get it. Come, come and take, take it. it. Take it. Oh. Yeah, we don't want you to come and get it next month <laughs> at the Houston <laughs> comedy space called The Secret Group. We want you to come and take it. Take it. Okay, K. Um, I'm going to say Killjoy 2. Oh, that's a good guess. Um, it doesn't have a two in the title, but I'm, I've been sworn to that this is a sequel uh, second in the series. Killer Crocodile. Okay. Oh. oh wow. Okay. Yeah, like some some sixties thing, I think. Uh, e is the next letter. That would be me. Uh, I'm gonna go Exorcist two. Uh, full title. The Heretic. That is correct. Yes. I mean, Jay cannot lose at this game. <laughs> Wait a second. There's definitely a V in front of Exorcist. No, Exorcist 2, The Heretic, doesn't have a D. It's just Exorcist 2? Yeah, oh, Exorcist you're talking, it's The two. Exorcist. Yeah, so we're doing art, so the doesn't count, right? Because, I mean, it depends on, like, some movies will <laughs> label it, label it wow. alphabetically by E, just like with A Nightmare on Elm Street, it'll be either A or N, depends on whoever do, no, does I, it. No, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. It is just <laughs> Exorcist 2. Yeah. That's oh, oh my God. Yes, Lord. Wild. <laughs> look at God work. Yes, look at him work on Halloween. All right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think, you know, they don't, the exorcist to the heretic just gets too bogged down. They want to get there fast. Let's get there, baby. Let's get Let's there. Let's get to that heretic <laughs> before we before we lose interest. All right. And then I is the next letter. And that would be uh, Dan again. Yeah, but didn't we get out of order? Wouldn't, isn't it Clark? We might Lee? have. Okay. I don't. Oh, it. it also oops. doesn't matter, because um, uh, the game was won extremely early on. I Mark was K, and then J was E. So I'm gonna go next. with. I still know what you did last summer. Add spelled with the E, the word I. In that case, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that'd be funny. It was I know what you did. E. Y. I know. I was like, wow. Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> Uh, I went with uh, this is another one Clark probably is already has on the tip of her tongue. Uh, insidious <laughs> chapter <laughs> to you. So that, that I slid off into books for just this one. Um, and then <laughs> book chapter titles. What a fun game that mm -hmm. would be. No one would know any. Um, okay. Uh, and then T is the final letter. That would be Clark. And Clark. What sure. I mean, I got to do it. Art the Clown, uh, Terrifier 2. <laughs> yeah, that would have been so clever of me to pick that. But you know what I picked instead? What? The Hills Have Eyes Part oh, 2. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> wow. Works. Works. Yeah, yeah. I thought I had to throw in some tough ones. Like, I thought, uh, you know, that uh, this would be too easy. And I was, I was sort of right. But now, <laughs> as long as we're here at this juncture... Let me ask everybody. We'll start with Dan. Yeah. Uh, what's what is your favorite horror movie sequel? It has to be the second mm -hmm. one or further. What's one that you think is superior, maybe even better than the uh, OG movie it sprang from? That's a very good question. Because um, I have ones that I love, and I don't know if any fall into the second because like i think i don't think draws two is bad but i i love the first more obviously um hmm. okay we'll come back to you yeah come back to me jay what do you think a nightmare on elm street three dream warriors okay dream warriors it's it's arguably like you still get freddy but this is when freddy starts playing with his victims mm. and it adds an extra layer to him and the way he was murdering kids and this one was the greatest thing ever we got the greatest line welcome to prime time bitch is in this movie <laughs> it is always gonna be a nightmare on elm street three to me yeah that one is really you know and it was like uh, there's lots of things to love about the second movie, but they sort of like walked away from the, the some of the things that were set up by the first movie and uh, dream warriors was kind of a, a course correct. That was never, uh, never topped in my opinion. I don't think there's a better nightmare on Elm street movie than dream warriors. 
No, uh, they didn't. Like Dream, like Dream Master and Dream Child, they're okay. But they're like Dream Child just went real, just it was weird. But like Dream Master tried, but it never topped Dream Warriors. All right, Clark, what do you think? What's a good sequel? I got I got a shout out 28 weeks later. Um, I I feel like it's like the aliens to alien, you know, it's, it's different. It's more action oriented, but boy, that cold open is so good. And you know, the cast is Imogen Poots and Robert Carlyle and Jeremy Renner and Idris Elba. Like that cast is, oh, and Rose Byrne. That cast is crazy. Um, So I really, really love 28 Weeks Later, and I think it should be considered one of the best horror sequels of all time. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm going, you know, pretty old school with my, like, what is probably still my favorite uh, zombie movie. And, of course, I've got lots of ones that I like. But uh, the, the sequel to Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, yeah yeah that's technically the number two that one uh that's that would be my pick dan yes um i i know this is a a little jokey but it has a very soft space in my heart because i I think it's so wild but it's every year i watch halloween three season of the witch and i just marvel at what it must have been like to go see that in the theater. Cause if you see if you watch the trailer, which I've also done, there's no indication that Michael Myers is not going to be in this movie. Uh-huh. And they also make it seem like, you know, this Halloween, what is Halloween's coming for everyone or something like that uh, in the trailer. And I just, it's so bad and weird. It's such a wild left turn that it fascinates me. Yeah. They really, uh, took a took it in a weird direction and and like for me at the time because i did see it in theaters like oh the my weekend god what did you think what you thought you i was like i might be a child but this is fucking dumb like i i did not <laughs> i did not like it and i also um it, it's it's surprisingly headache inducing because that goddamn song that they play that over song? and over again. Oh, and that guy, he's so like, annoying. And that guy, he's like 60 and that girl's like 22. But also like, this is another thing. I recently rewatched the thing and I said, I decided I wanted to know how old every person was when the thing was made. Wilford Brimley is 47 <laughs> in that movie. Yeah. He's 47. Yeah. Yeah, Wilfred Brimley like hit the ground playing sixty five. Like he really. Uh... <laughs> I really think a lot of it has to do with just like cigarettes. I just people aged so much faster back then, and nobody cared about like diet the way that we do now, or like health and fitness the way that our society does now. Just skincare the way that our society does now. But yeah, um, that movie guys that look movie. old. Uh, earlier than other people they lose their hair quicker they get gray quicker or whatever whatever it is so they're like you know i mean steve martin's had gray hair for 60 years now yeah like Like, it's crazy yeah there's a meme of uh i think it's like wilford brimley in cocoon and it's and he's like five years older than paul rudd (laughs) Oh no. And it is like my favorite metric that the internet has come up with is to compare Paul Rudd to people. Like I think uh, Mm -hmm. Paul Rudd's older than Ted Cruz or something like that. And so they like to put him side by side with Ted Cruz. And I'm like, Oh man. But the Wilford Brimley one is, is definitely one of my faves. There's a story that Steven Toblowski tells when he started, he started to, he literally had a, like a breakdown in it um, when he realized he was losing his hair and he had, he was just starting out as an actor and he had a mentor or, or, or somebody who was uh, an actor that he knew that had been around for a long time. And they told him, yes, I know it feels horrible that you are definitely going to lose your hair, but you are, and he was like 33 or something in time, 29, I don't know. But he said, uh, you will be, as soon as it's done, you're going to look that age the rest of your life and everybody <laughs> else, everyone else is going to look older than you. Yep. Really. You will, you will, you'll be able to pl- play this for 40 years, the same character and other people will not be able to do that. And he said, it just gave him a whole bunch of like confidence and solace and he, and they were right. 
I would like to hear how that message was delivered, though, because at first when you hear something like that, once your hair finished falling out because all your shit is gone, once it just <laughs> is gone, you're going to be stuck. Trust me, you it's going to work out at the end. And you just sit there looking at hair falling out like, how the fuck does this work out? Like, yeah. Yeah, and he could still he could still put on a hat or a wig or whatever. Like you know, the actor with no hair has more options than an actor who has like you know luscious long know. hair, yeah. like you know, like myself. <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> we're gonna be right back with uh, today's most important game after these messages. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. We're back, and so far, you know, Jay's been running away with this thing, but it's all just warm-up to this point because uh, since he won the first game, Jay gets to go first in our next game. Okay. Yeah, and that's uh, you know, again, not maybe not that great of a perk, but in this case, I think it is. To be honest with you, and I'll explain why. The game we're going to play today to determine our winner is called Weird Algorithm, and we were just talking about uh, internet metrics, and Weird Algorithm uses the uh, Internet Movie Database and their popularity index to take movie casts you can you can refine a cast list in a movie based on their popularity according to IMDb in any given moment so this morning i looked up some films and then i refined the cast list and i wrote down from first you know several down uh in order how people ranked uh, you know, whatever changes would occur to that uh, cast list, because obviously you'll hear some of these and go, well, it's obvious who the star of the movie is and who the most famous person is, but how did they score in the algorithm today stacked up against other people from the movie? And I'll also tell you who's in the movie. You know, I'll help everybody by describing who's in the movie, and then you can even share answers in this game. But one person will get to go first uh, in each round, uh, and that person is, uh, I mean, I'll change it up so a different person goes first in each round, And uh, but Jay gets to go first, first. Okay. And, and then we'll go to Clark, and then we'll go to Dan. But like I said, you can discuss... Your strategy, you can keep it to yourself, however you want to approach it. Uh, but it's a special edition of this game today because I'm calling it Weird Al Gore Rhythm. <laughs> and all of the movies are scary, doomsday, climate change, oh, okay. uh, pandemic, that kind of those kind of movies. Okay. So we're gonna start with a motion picture that debuted on Netflix with uh, quite a cast called Don't Look Up. Mm. Okay. So, Jay, you've got uh, Leo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Timothy Chalamet, 
Kate Blanchett, Jonah Hill. Uh, oh, Ariana Grande's in there. Um, Kid what Cudi. Do you, what do you think? Yeah, Kid Cudi. <laughs> Who do you think out of that batch of people is number one? If you get, if your answer turns out to be correct and, and you pick the number one person, you get three points. The number two person, you'd get two points. And the number three person, you'd get one. Everything after that is no points. And the person with the most points after three rounds will be our winner. Okay. But I am ready with a tiebreaker. Hmm. Okay. So this is something I've learned recently when it comes to IMDb from watching my own page because of the TV show that I'm on. Quick mm -hmm. G plug. So it's like when people start searching you more and more, it pushes your number up mm -hmm. when you're more relevant. When Don't Look Up came out, I would have to go and say number one, even though it sounds weird to say, would be Jennifer Lawrence. This is based on what it says today, not when the movie came out. And even to, okay, so today would be Leo. You think of that cast, Leo is probably the most searched today. Ooh, ooh, okay. Oh yeah, damn. Today, today, today. <laughs> most searched today. Uh, nobody thinks about nobody's thinking about Timothy Chalamet. Then, okay, you. I'll give you a chance to change your answer in a sec. What do you think, Clark? What's where's your head at with this? So I'm gonna say Ariana Grande because she debuted mm. her blonde hair on Instagram today. Mm. Oh, or yesterday maybe, but maybe. Mm. So I gotta, I gotta go with Ariana. Weren't people giving her a hard time, like she lost weight or something? Um, oh, that's a good question. I don't know, but I do know I, her blonde hair is because she's playing Glenda and Wicked. And oh so, right, yeah. So she's dyed her hair. But what's funny is it's just the same ponytail she always wears. <laughs> so it's just it's blonde instead of brown now. <laughs> which i laughed at <laughs> all right so that's what she thinks dan what do you think i'm gonna go his uh his netflix documentary was just announced i think in the past day or couple days i'm gonna go with jonah hill oh because he's doing a documentary like about himself and his therapist or something yeah damn yeah. okay <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> um okay so dan's going with jonah and mm -hmm. you do you still uh like your answer jay you still no like... i don't no i don't what do you nope. want to change yours to i'm gonna go oh it's one it's between them one of the newscasters so it's between either tyler perry or kate blanchett mm -hmm. oh tyler perry i'm gonna go tyler hasn't done tyler perry yeah i'm gonna go tyler perry okay um that's what's uh, all right so jay's got tyler perry clark has got jonah hill or no, no ariana grande <laughs> sorry. Sorry. ariana grande and dan's got jonah hill mm -hmm. all right um well, the first piece of bad news is for whatever reason, maybe it's because she's not doing enough movies and TV overall, or maybe people, I don't know who's interested in Wicked at this point. In oh, the, no, in the game, she's not even placed. But she didn't even, she's nowhere. Oh, no, we should and look then, tomorrow. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then unfortunately, Jonah, uh, he ended up coming in in uh, eighth place in this oh, cast. Wow. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh God. Time was out then, all together. Okay. Oh and Meryl Streep was number seven, and uh, Melanie Linsky was number six. Timothy Chalamet number five. Number four was uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah. So you missed out. Everybody missed out on points, which means nobody's losing right necessarily. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was third, so he's he would have been worth one point. Uh, Kate Blanchett, everybody's raving about this movie, Tar. Oh, um, yeah. How she's just like on her way probably to another Oscar. Um, so she came in number two. And then number one, and these can, this, this can happen in this game because I'm not going to sit here and give away everything. Uh, uncredited cameo in the film by Chris Evans. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, gets Chris Evans the number one spot. Yeah, that was a tricky one. 
if somebody were remembered he was in it and that he's popular, then you might have said that. But uh, nobody did. I forgot he had a like credit uh, cameo in it. Yeah, but let's move on to the next round. Let's get some points. We'll start with Clark, uh, and then Dan, and then Jay, and again, you know. Two people can pick the same answer if they want. You know, it's just it comes down to the strategy and whether or not you want to be stuck in having to deal with a tiebreaker at the end. Uh, the film is a Steven Soderbergh joint called Contagion. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And let me just give you a quick reminder of the types of people who are in Contagion. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, first to die in the film, I believe. Uh, Matt Damon, Lawrence Fishburne, Jude Law, and uh, Kate Winslet were all in there, amongst uh, some other people. Gosh. What do uh, you think? Is there anybody springing to mind for you, Clark, for who you think would be so searchable today? Uh, boy. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> not, not, a, not of that list. You just went over. How about, how about, how about Gwyneth? I'll just say Gwyneth. She's always in the news talking about nonsense. <laughs> goop. goop. She's uh, goop. Yeah. She's always talking about goop or something. Uh, what do you think, Dan? I'll go Damon, Matt Damon. Yeah. Yeah, did, just did he uh, do something? Probably I don't know. Who knows? But uh I'll just go with Star Power. Hopefully crack the top three. I see. It's a strategy. Jay. Hmm. I'm not gonna pick Cowboy Curtis, aka Lawrence Fishburne, because <laughs> ain't nobody thinking about him till John Wick Four comes out. Mm-hmm. Jude Law. I just I just saw an interview where uh, or you know, a snippet, because I don't you know, you never read full things anymore, but I saw uh, someone asked Lawrence Fishburne about, you know, the latest Matrix because he's not in Matrix Revolutions. Uh-huh. And somebody asked him about it and he said that it's not as bad as he thought it was going to be. I guess that's kind of, I guess, I don't know if that's nice or mean. I don't know. <laughs> and then Damn. they were like, did you, do you, are you sad that you weren't in it? And he's like, no, oh, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I'm fine not being in it. I think he probably was just tired of how the work that must go into those movies, like the the fight choreography and stuff, the training and everything. Exhausting. Yeah, yeah, exhausting. And he's like 87 years old because black don't crack. But like, so he probably couldn't keep doing it. Nobody's looking for Jude Law. Nobody can be looking for Jude Law in this day and age unless Jude Law gets arrested. I don't think there's anything looking for Jude Law. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Dan and go with Matt Damon. Right? Sharia law is more popular than oh Jude Law. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I always think of when Sean Penn came out at the Oscars, it was like, Jude Law is one of our finest actors. <laughs> after yeah. after somebody mad. made a joke about him, Chris he Rock. mad because joke. Chris Rock made a joke about I know. him. No. Like of all people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, people get mad at Chris Rock's jokes. Um <laughs> At the Oscars, especially. At the, yeah. at the Oscars, yeah. Like, why are you making jokes about me at the Oscars? Well, because I'm a comedian, and uh, that's what the Oscars have always done. Like, nobody got mad at Bob Hope or Billy Crystal. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they did. Maybe it was, you know, more private back then. <laughs> um, okay, so who did we pick? Did everybody pick one? Dan uh, and Damon. Yeah, we were mad Damon. And I oh, you're sharing Gwyneth. Damon, and uh, Clark is going with Gwyneth. All right, we're all locked in. Here's how it shook out. Fifth place, Jennifer Lawrence. She needs to work on this shit. Fourth <laughs> place, because <laughs> she's got a new movie coming out even, I think. Uh, fourth place is um, Jude Law. Mm-hmm. That was accurately uh, One of our f- finest actors. <laughs> uh, an actor I neglected to mention, I thought, oh, if somebody remembers that he's in it and how popular he continues to be, maybe they will mention Brian Cranston. Oh. oh yeah he's number three uh kate winslet managed to get the two slot oh, I, no. I don't know what she's up to but uh you know uh good for her because she's terrific in that um mayor of east town even though 
I always thought mayor was like she was the mayor. <laughs> mayor, mayor, but her name's just mayor. Um, and yeah, you guys did it. Number one, Matt Damon. Uh, nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Dan gets to go first in this third round, and it's a good one. <laughs> uh, the motion picture is The Core. I and love this movie. Oh, my God. That's the uh, the classic where, uh, you know, hey, things aren't going so great here on Earth. Let's dig to the middle of it to solve our problems. The core of the Earth is stopped, and you got Aaron Eckhart, Delroy Lindo, Hillary Swank, all going. Ah! I remember this great movie. <laughs> yeah, they're in an Earth. They're in an Earth ship. Yeah, traveling through the traveling through uh, what magma or whatever the hell it is. Uh, we got uh, Stanley Tucci, DJ Qualls, Aaron Eckhart, Richard Jenkins, Alfred Woodard, uh, the aforementioned Hillary Swank, and Delroy Lindo. Who do you think, Dan, out of that crew, that um, daring, uh, brave crew? <laughs> Hot off the sadness that is our society wanting to watch a documentary reenactment of a serial killer, I'm going to go Richard Jenkins. Oh, because he, he plays Dahmer? He's his dad. <laughs> He's Dahmer's daddy? Yeah. Lionel. How, is he, how is he depicted in it? Like, is, is he... Oh, I had to, I, you know, I, that happened a lot. Some of those killings and where Dahmer would kind of cruise around was very close to where I grew up. So I, I was very familiar with the story and everything. So I think that just with a, not really my vibe, um, I... I don't, I don't think I made it past the third episode and I thought I'm good. I'm, I'm good with this. So I don't know how he ends up being depicted early on. He seemed to be a dad who realized his kid was into roadkill and wanted to like hope he would get become a vet or a taxidermist. So they would like go pick up dead animals and then cut them up together, which he probably thought at the time was a real fun idea. And then, uh, Oh God, uh, I think he was a little cold. I saw a scene where Dahmer tries to come out to him and he shoots it down real quick, which, Again, it's probably just uh, Dahmer's version of the story, but yeah, he or plays. even the movie's version. Like the story, they, it's been proven time and again now lately that you can just say this is the story of this real thing, and then just mm -hmm. say whatever bullshit you want to say. Mm -hmm. Like it's just happening in every movie now that's based on a true thing. Yeah, is they just watch. change whatever they change whatever they want. Yeah, uh, it's frustrating, but. So you're going Richard Jenkins because of that, that night. Yeah. I feel like people have just maybe searched him a lot lately. Well, okay. Um, so who does that leave? Uh, Jay, did you say? No, I was now that he, now that Dan brought it up. Cause that would make sense. Cause my cho other choice was going to be Stanley Tucci because people just randomly look up what Stanley Tucci is doing. <laughs> like, cause he pops up in any and everything. Every time you look around, it's just damn, he goes Stanley Tucci. So yeah, he's on, he's on, he's on CNN. He's on a news channel, just cruising around Europe on a Vespa, <laughs> enjoying pasta. It's that's my he's number like one. That's my for, choice. Stanley he's like Tucci looking for the perfect pasta in uh, <laughs> Italy or some shit. All right. So you're going Tucci. Yep. Uh, and what do you think, Clark? All right. I'm going to go with Hillary Swank. Oh yeah. Hot new TV show. He's got a TV show. That is correct. And so I'm like, I, you know, I'm still kicking myself for not going Winslet in the last round. There was something that was telling me to do it, but I was trying to outsmart the game. <laughs> I know that's the, that's what's tricky about this game is even people that know stuff, uh, you know, just don't make the right choices because story of my life, Doug, <laughs> it's so <laughs> people who know stuff, making bad choices. It's intended, it's intended to be tricky. And uh, I, but I do want to congratulate the three of you on this final round because the three people you named are the top three. Ooh, DJ nice. Qualls did not make that cut. Uh, wow. Yeah. Poor DJ. Oh, and Hillary's new show is called Alaska something. <gasps> yeah. Isn't that the one where she's like playing Alaska like she... Daily? Alaska yeah. Daily. That's what she's in. Yeah, she plays like there's like a murder or something. And, you know, in Alaska, they just are like, don't worry about it. And she's like, no, I'm going to figure it out. Um, <laughs> so 
coming in at number three, it's the Tooch, Stanley Tucci. Oh, okay. so that's worth one more point. So, Jay, that brings you to four points. And then uh, number two is the Swankster, Hillary Swank. So Clark is on the board with two points. But alas, Dan was so right with Richard Jenkins because he's number one and worth three points. So that brings Dan to a total of six. And Dan, you've done it again. Wow. Wow. Well done. Well Well done, sir. Well done. Congratulations, Dan. You get to do your plugs first. That's pretty much all you win. That and the (laughs) the option of coming back. But what do you want to do for your plugs today? Uh, we talked about it earlier. Come and see me um, November 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th at the Come and Take It Comedy Festival in Houston, Texas on the 17th. I'm doing like a comedy bingo show where we'll also raise money for uh-huh. kill animal shelters, food banks, and um, uh, one more thing. Oh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America. And then uh, Rory Scovel and I are doing a live version of our podcast, Pen Pals, on Friday night. I'm headlining at 10 p.m. on Saturday night. And then I believe Sunday, Doug Loves Movies with, with your own Doug Benson, plus a whole bunch of other sets. And I'll be jumping around and saying hi and stuff like that. So that's all in Houston. You can go to, uh, they have a website or just go to danielvankirk.com. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got, I'm doing wide world of Doug's there and Douglas movies and, uh, great guests on both of those shows. And, uh, I think they're announced, but I, you know, this is one of those festivals where we got all fired up for it and then it ended up getting postponed. And so now we're, uh, we're going back in same with, uh, I was supposed to do SF sketch fest in San Francisco last January and it got postponed by a year. So that's still happening this January, and that'll include a Douglas movies and a couple of Benson movie interruptions. Nice. And uh, I'll plug that more as we get uh, get closer to the date. Thank you, Dan Van Kirk. Good job. Thanks, buddy. Can't wait to see you in Houston. And, of course, we'll see you back here on this show uh, very soon. Like, uh, you know, in a few, I'll talk to you off, great, off, great. off camera. Great. What camera? Jay Washington, what a delightful, delightful guest you were today. You you knew more than anybody, so I'm sorry it didn't work out. Oh, that's typical uh, for black people. We do a lot of work and we don't get no credit. Yeah. So it's cool. It's cool. I'm used to it. Now you just gotta, yeah, you gotta pack up your knives and go. <laughs> now well, I gotta be treated like Gordon Ramsay on season three. I'm one of the chefs on uh, Hell's Kitchen. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> this was so fun. And we gotta get you on, you know, a, a live audience uh, episode here in Los Angeles sometime soon uh, because, you know, I know you're not gonna crack under that pressure. Absolutely and, uh, not. Yeah, and you'll have something to say. You'll know. You'll know about the Halloween films. Yes. I don't. I don't know if that'll come up in November or December, but we'll see. <laughs> what would you like to uh, plug and promote? Sure. You, everybody can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and Mr. J Washington. That's M R J A Y. You should really know how to spell Washington. My podcast, the Mad Titan Podcast, where I get you caught up on all the things happening in the Marvel and DC live action cinematic universes. It is Barbershop Talk for Nerds. And I am a part of American Gigolo. I'm a recurring cast member on Showtime. So check that out. By the time this comes out, the season finale will be out. I've, you can catch me again in episodes two, three, and episode eight. So that's pretty much it right there. And I mean, as far as stand up shows, I post them all on my Instagram. It's way too many. I haven't updated my website. So follow me on Instagram for all that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the show that uh, I haven't watched any of it yet, but apparently Wayne Brady is uh, plays kind of a seedy character. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. (laughs) It's kind of an extension of uh, his bit on on Chappelle's show. Um, (laughs) He's uh, I I love Wayne Brady. So I'm very excited to see that and to see, you in it and that's on showtime right yes indeed yeah with uh john bernthal who's a terrific actor great dude uh, great dude okay clark wolf what do you got to plug um you can follow me on instagram and twitter at clark wolf clark with the knee wolf with the knee and i did want to give a little shout out if they're still listening to um a couple of folks who are working or volunteering at beyond fest in los angeles I was checking in and I was wearing a mask and I said, yeah, it's last name's Wolf, first name Clark. And they were like, 
we know who you are. We listen to Doug Loves Movies. Your voice sounds exactly the same in person. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me laugh so hard. Um, I didn't catch their names, but it was very sweet. So if they're listening, hello, and thank you for a great Beyond Fest. <laughs> um, thank you all for a great Doug Loves Movies Scary Movie Festival edition show. Um, my guests once again are Clark Wolf, Daniel Van Kirk, and Jay Washington. And as always, I thought you'd like to keep this. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of Gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart.